Hey everybody, what's going on? I'm Rob Sestrino, back again to talk with you about the week's most interesting news stories for the week of March 21st, 2023, here on News AF. If the story is buzzing like it's on crystal meth, it's about to be News AF. If the same old news makes you bored to death, it's time for some News AF. Actual, factual news. Yes, that's right. News AF is back with you, and we've got a ton of great stories to talk about here with our News AF team. Back from vacation... Here to talk with us, of course, Father Nature, Pickleball's top influencer, America's dad. Here he is, Tyson Apostle. Tyson, how are you? I'm great. Oh, that's a vacation, though, right? Not a, va- a vacation for the kids, not for the adults. <laughs> I came back extra exhausted. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But it was fine. It was a good time. Uh, and we've got more vacations to go on this year. So that's not like the only one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to save this statement for my Survivor podcast, The Pod Has Spoken, but I'm going to say it actually right now. Uh, while I don't disagree with Nick Wilson's political... Nope, never nope, mind. No, no, you got that backwards. <laughs> I disagree with Nick's political uh, affiliation. Yes. And yes, yes. But I have disliked him just on a personal level. Yes. Almost immediately since the second I met him, I just knew this yeah. is not a guy for me. Everybody Why do you feel compelled to yeah. say that. Because everybody he voted for this uh bill that is very controversial in Kentucky. And uh yeah, there's been it was trending uh that basically people were uh talking about uh, you know how much that they really dislike uh that somebody from survivor went into mm. government to Some, you know especially somebody who won a season of yeah. survivor which was based all about like the little guy sticking up to the like big conglomerate uh whereas then the winner of that season the avatar of the self-proclaimed david who stands up to goliaths then join the government mm. to uh you know a sign on for uh this bill that uh, is really against uh you know trans youth and preventing people to get access to uh different um, uh medicines and so uh it had been trending across twitter but tyson yeah. was just saying that in addition to his his political views he also dislikes him personally Correct. Oh, yes. Nice. Yeah. And I had like from the from somehow almost immediately. I just had a read on him, like just not you my, knew. just not my type of person. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's uh, two more on that list. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I'll just let you guys know as soon as uh, they do something dumb because they will, <laughs> and uh, and then they'll be exposed yeah. and yeah. Uh, for the frauds uh, that they are because it's just like you can only hide that for so long and it's so weird because like the second like I. Met Nick Wilson face. You're going to be Ken Boned. I was like, I, I dislike this guy. Yeah, yeah, not for me. Not my kind of guy. Not my kind of guy. Never (laughs) has been. No matter what he does, he never will be because he's that type of guy. Mm -hmm. So there we go. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Doc's in the chat. Uh, I mean, we've got the Tyson instincts there by uh, Daddy Taron. William Docs Tyson has been consistent. I have been consistent. And yeah. uh it's crazy that it, it but like you've been new. I knew. Yeah. For a long long time. And sometimes it was hard to tell people like this guy you just like very unlikable. Mm-hmm. No, he's a country bumpkin. Why how you know, he's so, you know, innocent and just so were the and, characters mm-hmm. muddling and you're just like no, he is not. Mhm. Yeah. I mean, right. he's stupid, but innocent and stupid are different. <laughs> wow. Uh, Danny's what like, boy, boy, this, this, I don't know this the, guy, I I've never heard of him before, but he does not him. sound like a, a great guy. <laughs> wow, Tyson's really, yeah, I've never heard of him. I don't know who he is. Mm-hmm. I just had to listen to Tyson's five-minute rant on him. Do you yeah. like him? I've what got do you no think? context. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I'll trust your instincts, Tyson. Of course, a man that Tyson had great instincts on said instantly, this is my Mm kind of guy. It's Danny Bryce. And Danny, how are you? Feels good to be here. I don't have anything. Currently, I don't have anything to say against anyone. Yeah, but uh, Danny, I can tell you that you will not like this person. Like if we were all three to go on an adventure. My senses would be tingling. 
Well, I wouldn't be there because I don't want to influence your decision yeah. one way or the other. But if I sent you on a road trip with just this gentleman and then you did an adventure together. Uh, you know, what I found in most cases, obviously mm-hmm. it doesn't sound like in the case of him, is that I dislike most people. That's my default mode. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like you. Um, and I found that actually when I meet most people, I like them more than I thought I would. Okay. So <clears throat> that's kind of the way I trend. Uh, so you purposely go in disliking someone. I can't imagine why I would like that person. And yeah. then I hang out with them. I'm like, ah, not bad. You know, mm-hmm. not bad. it's like, I think uh, this is going to be a different experience for you. Yeah, that, that could be one of those rare instances where yeah. I was correct. But, uh, in but most he cases, probably would be like, pleasant. Oh my God, Danny, mm-hmm. like I'm a big fan of yours. This is so awesome to meet you. Like that's like his move. Yeah. Oh, he like reels you in with some compliments. Yeah. He yeah, butters you, you can, up. Yeah. Like, like all in, country there's a level of Tyson. Yeah. There's a level of insincerity and a mask. And I think uh, I'd be able to pick up on that. Mm-hmm. Finally pulled his mask off for the world to see. Mm-hmm. And uh, I knew it all along. Yeah. Okay. Danny, what's going on with you? Okay. Yeah. I update, heard something. Guys. Yes. Um, I found out the whole uh-huh. tank thing. Cause Liz does listen to the podcast. I didn't even have to bring it up with her. She yeah. Can we just uh, set this up from last week's episode? People said it was one of uh, the best news AF episodes that we found out that mm-hmm. we're doing a story about, uh, there's a new, uh, tang, mm-hmm. uh, carbonated, uh, or, or not carbonated. I think it's like an adult, uh, vibe. Yeah. Ben, yeah. 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 Yes. Uh, yeah. 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 Or alcohol. Seltzer. And it wasn't alcohol it wasn't seltzer. Tank. Yeah. It wasn't the purple stuff. It was um, Sunny D. Sunny it was D. an alcoholic Sunny D. And that led Let to the talk tang. on Tang, yeah. where I accidentally said that my wife makes my kids uh, smoothies with Tang. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. that is incorrect. What, no. she, what she makes with the Tang. And she marched upstairs when she was listening to the podcast and said, I do not make them smoothies with Tang. What she makes is something called an orange Julius, which I don't know if that's a, a nationwide chain. Yes, yes. yes. Is. Okay, Very so nationwide. she makes orange Juliuses uh-huh. with the tang, mm-hmm. not okay. not smoothies. Which is some orange juice, some milk, and some tang. Like, what is the tell us? She told me the too. recipe, but at that point, I was like, "Ah, oh, I'm wrong." Can you get her but in I here right now? No, she's out and about. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, popular establishment. That. Yeah. I got that much right. I'm sure there's lots of recipes online. If you're truly interested in making in, an orange Julius with Tang, just get so on. So is this like a treat for the kids? It's not like a Yeah, smoothie. it's a treat. It's I started making smoothies. Yeah, it's not yeah. a punishment. For my kids, because I was like, if it's good enough for the Brysons, it's good <laughs> right? enough it's good for, for all kids. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's not, it, th- that is definitely a treat. Okay. The, and uh, how often? Julius. How often are we doing these orange Julius? Well, she makes smooth. She really does make smoothies all the time, for but kids. without Tang. But the Tang, I don't know. Maybe the Tang is one out of every ten. You know, like cold drink. Wow, mixes. that's a lot of smoothies. Oh, she yeah. makes a lot of smoothies. Okay. I always tell her you're way too nice to these kids. <sighs> yeah, I, I get that, Danny. Now Potter in the chat says. I think there's an egg in Orange Julius. Oh, uh, can you confirm or deny that there's an egg in this recipe? Not in Liz's recipe. Yeah. Because I, I think that I would notice if she was breaking eggs. Yeah, I think that's not healthy. Egg. I think that's like salmonella, And right? expensive, still. Yes, very expensive. <laughs> For sure. You're not spending that like, it'd be cheaper to kids. put gold flakes mm-hmm. into the Orange Julius. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We have a lot of news stories to get to today. Uh, so uh, why don't we kick things off? And here, uh, you know, we have three dads here, also America's dad. And so yeah. I thought that this would be a good panel to discuss a new study that says dad jokes, mm-hmm. according to uh, uh, Mark High Nudson. Uh, that he researches humor and is a lab manager at the Arhis University's Cognition and Behavior Lab in the UK. Yeah, uh, they published a study and said that dad jokes can help raise healthy children. I agree. Or children into adults. Yeah. Do you know why, Tyson? Dads. This is, I saw only the headline. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, that's right. I use a lot of dad jokes with my kids. So, A, that makes sense that it's great parenting just mm-hmm. because you do it. Uh, but it's 
helps open conversation with kids. Like kids, like if you are like, Hey, how was school today? Fine. What'd you do? I forgot. And you're like, mm-hmm. Oh, you probably uh, rode an elephant in school. And they're like, no, I didn't. I like, you just have to like, mm-hmm. so that in particular is not a dad joke. I was going to say that is it's that same joke. style of like getting them to converse and interact with you can sometimes be a challenge in and of itself. And the dad joke uh, kind of can do that, but it also like probably helps their mind like associate like and between like humor or ridiculous. What it does, Tyson, according uh-huh. to the study, is it gets them to, uh, uh, used to a small amount of humili- like humiliation. Mm. Yeah. So when the dad tells a, a joke that's awkward, it allows them to, by small degrees, get used to being you see this feeling of awkwardness mm-hmm. yes and wow it suits them later in life but so uh, danny this is incredible so you feel like that dad jokes are some sort of like a natural humiliation yes. vaccine of it, like yeah, I'm gonna, exactly i'm gonna inoculate my children with just like a dealing with like a slight bit of cringe a slight bit yeah. of uh, like <laughs> awkward wait, so embarrassment kids, yeah so the kids have cringe towards their dads even at this age or is it that they are humiliated because they don't. According to the study, they say that they found embarrassing your kids a little Mm -hmm. can help them grow into healthy adults because they are better prepared to face awkward situations as adults. Yeah. hundred percent. Okay. I like it. Cringe. It's cringe. Um, but like my like my four year old is not cringing at a dad joke. She got to do it in front of her friends, Tyson. Yeah, but yeah. even still, she wouldn't cringe at that. Yeah, but Tyson, she's funny. young. What they're saying yeah. is like, as these jokes Older. The start to roll, when they're capable of rolling their eyes yep. and really leaving the room and being super embarrassed, yep. that's when you need to do it the most. Okay. Bergen, and that's when I will probably do it. You're the off most. to Bergen. a good start, Tyson, but you got to mm-hmm. keep, keep it going. going. Keep going. Same Don't jokes, but when they're teenagers. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. Mm-hmm. In front of their friends, when you're dropping them off at school. Mm-hmm. Bergen's been uh, rolling her eyes at me. She's been learning to roll her eyes. She saw it somewhere and decided like, that's the thing I want to do. Mm-hmm. And so if you're Did like, she, hey, Bergen, was that a learned behavior from some other person at your house? Not at our house. Okay. I don't think because uh, I mean, it could be. Yeah. Rachel doesn't roll her eyes openly at me, but maybe like as I turn around, <laughs> uh, but she can't quite master the eye roll. So she, is it's super like animated, but also like exaggerated and over the top and there's too much time. So like she'll roll her eyes and just like hold them at the top for a while and then bring them back down. And I was like, yeah, that looked a little forced, but she's getting it. Just like absorbing the cringe from a dad joke. It takes yeah. a long time mm-hmm. to uh, really be able to take it. I yeah. think I got a lot of that not only from my dad, but also from my group of friends. Like we, through high school, yes. like that was one of the number so one much goals was to embarrass someone. Yeah. The, the parents' goal was to embarrass somebody? No, no, no the, the friends. friends. Your like friends my group of friends. You. Yeah, that's why like if somebody like insults me in public, I am always just like, yeah, you're probably right. And then they're just like, oh, I have nowhere to go from there. I thought he was going to put up a fight. So an interesting side story to this, Tyson, which Mm -hmm. only strengthens your argument here is that I have a friend who I don't believe his dad ever told dad jokes. Mm -hmm. Um, And then later in life, like in our early thirties, we, I started making fun of him Mm-hmm. And he couldn't take it. I don't think that he had been properly Im- immunized against cringe. Uh-huh. You know? And he got super upset, took it incredibly personal, uh-huh. just could not handle the uh, slight amount of humiliation that we were delivering to him, blow after blow yeah. for like five minutes straight, which we both then only makes you want to do it more yes. because now you realize they can't handle it. And that in and of itself is hilarious. Mm-hmm. So I think it is important to prepare your kids for real yeah. life by making fun of them as they right. Grow up. So like when this happens in real life, they don't just have like uh, like so you're supposed to go into a ra- blind rage and like yeah sort of like yeah exactly going berserko. So or you're supposed to make rival. fun of them and do dad jokes now. Well, I would recommend both techniques uh-huh. um, because listen, kids as they get older, my 13 year old makes fun of me all the time, and it's your super 13 year old. Oh yeah, oh. all the time. But using him harder than he zings you? 
So I, you know what, I used to treat him with kid gloves because you're like, oh, it's a kid, he's developing. And now I'm like, you know what, I should really, now that I've read this, just hammer him hammer endlessly, him. just break him down. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> he's up here on this, uh, you know, pedestal and I, I should knock him down. Take him down a peg, I Danny. mean, with that technique, you got to name your kid the dumbest name you can think of because that already is built in. So if you would have named your kid uh, Mortimer instead of like, uh, instead of, uh, back or just like stink butt or, or whatever log log yeah <laughs> or then when they go to school they're just already it's built in that they're just gonna like log hmm. yeah so are the most well-rounded adults the people with the most unusual names they're the most well-rounded or the most they broken. didn't come out on the other side of yeah it. like they're, yeah. they're like they're, 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 broken. They're, they're broken they're either broke or they are the most well-rounded mm -hmm. yeah yeah Interesting. Okay. Do you have any go-to dad jokes, Tyson? No, I don't. Honestly, I, most of them are just like the built-in like responses to them. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm thirsty. And I'm like, nice to meet you, thirsty. Or there's like, something in my eye and you're like, it's an eyeball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or what's up? The sky, which is actually one that my boy uses on me all the time. Oh, like, he what's up? He's like, the sky, the ceiling. You walked right oh, into that. Yeah. Super annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that does sound annoying. Maybe you need this more than your yeah. son does. Dan. I don't doubt that. Maybe the kids you. should be doing it. Yeah, this yeah. is helping you be humiliated by your kids mm -hmm. is a growing moment for you. I asked ChatGPT to write some dad jokes for me. Oh, sweet. Uh, that yes. maybe this is a relevant one for you too. Uh, why mm. did the bicycle fall over? Do you know this one? Uh-uh. Uh, cause it had two wheels. It's too tired. Too tired. That's yes. really good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what do you call a fake noodle? Uh, foodle, foodle, fake noodle. No. What? An impasta. Uh oh. <laughs> These I, are pretty good. Yeah. I've already done this. I think like two or three days ago, me and my seven-year-old were just asking Google to tell us a joke. And yeah, actually, Google will tell some good jokes. Some good jokes. Yeah. I heard mm -hmm. some good, good uh, jokes. What, uh, what does a cloud wear under its uh, shorts? Cloud wear under its shorts. Uh, I don't know. Thunderpants. Thunderpants. There you go. <laughs> See, here's the thing. I don't think sometimes these are dad jokes. They can be a dad joke in like a social setting. I feel like dad jokes are like an in the moment statement that comes out very daddish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. oh, and it's something that even you recognize as a dad. They're like, yeah, oh my you do. gosh, I can't believe I said that. Mm -hmm. No, I still do it because it gets a reaction from my kids. Yeah. My goal is just to get my kids to react in a way that's not. I don't know, or I forgot, yeah, or yeah. fine. Like, if I can get them to do anything beyond that, then th my goal is achieved. Okay. Well, let's uh, talk about a store, a trend over from TikTok. Uh, you know, we have talked about some of the various things that bodybuilders have been doing to try to uh, get an extra step at the gym. Uh, mm -hmm. Let me introduce you to. Henry Claricy, he's a 21-year-old, uh, and uh, that he accrued almost 3 million views on TikTok last month when he talked about how he actually goes to a new unlikely source for protein. He eats dog food. What's in dog food? When I saw this, Neat. that's what I wanted. It's like, mm -hmm. why it's just cheaper? Is that why he's doing this? No, you, there's like 10 times the protein. Mm -hmm. It's like packed with protein. Really? Which I, I had a hard time believing it had that much protein. Does it though? Did you look it up? Did no, no. I just check? trusted the article. I was like, that this article would never lie to me. And yeah. this insane. guy. insane. Is it delicious? Uh, that So he said mm. uh, that uh, there were... Uh, <laughs> I don't have his math here. He uh, said 666 so, grams. But he says that 600, that he claimed that there were 666 grams of protein in 200 grams of pedigree dog food. Uh, but six, six, how six. could there, how could there be 666 grams, grams of protein in 200 grams? Yeah, that seems, uh, the math is not correct, but also like, 
if you got a big enough chunk of meat or whatever, it seems like it would be fine. I know that there is different grades of dog food and there might be a grade that's graded well enough for a human consumption. Mm-hmm. As, yeah. As healthy as like a McDonald's hamburger. Yeah. But I still, I still am unwilling to believe that you can't find that amount of protein in that amount of food. Somewhere that's a else. lot of protein. Have you tried Tyson to like, yeah, but what are they doing to, are they injecting the meat with protein powder? Like, how are you getting that amount of protein in there? Like, let's find out how much, is it canned dog food? What's I believe this was dry dog food. Uh, He said, I tasted the dry dog food kibble and it tastes like little pieces of rock. Uh, It was not comfortable to eat. It was super hard to bite down on. Uh, I believe he even turned it into Danny, believe it or not, a smoothie. A smoothie yeah. with some Did tang. Use tang. Yeah, that's important. Mm-hmm. Guys, yeah. I'm looking. <laughs> don't, I don't think he put tang in it. Yeah, is this guy shredded? Um, I don't know. Do you want to see his? You want to see his video? I want to see his okay. video. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. I mean, I already dislike this guy. Like this, is my <laughs> initial early read. Yeah. Not a guy for me, but uh, you know, you got to credit his. Uh, but better than Nick Wilson. The box so far. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, nope. <laughs> all yeah. right. Here is uh, what this guy has to say over on TikTok. Video. We found out that dog food has a lot of protein in. It. Said if we got fifteen thousand likes, I need a bowl of dog food. You guys got like a hundred thousand likes. Anyone says this is fake, this is a freshly opened uh, bag of dog food. So let's get a bowl going here. Cheers to the gains, baby. <clears throat> Someone's been dry scooping. Oh my god! Okay. Try this guy. Shut this off. This guy's gross. <laughs> yeah. What was with this other guy flexing in the background? Well, and this—it's not like he was doing. He did it because. He mentioned how much protein is in dog food. Yeah. He didn't do it. He hasn't been doing this as part of his regular routine. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So you don't think this is a trend? This is Broga Tyson? I think people will explore it a little bit, but I think it's too disgusting. And it's like, there's other ways to get that amount of yeah. protein. I think it's a TikTok trend, which mm-hmm. is like one of those things where the news picks up on the most fringe trends where only a handful of people are actually doing it and then try mm-hmm. to sell it to us as if it's some kind of, you know, widespread thing. Yeah. Not it buying not, it. Not yeah, buying no. it. Yeah. but And it's, yeah, I think you can, I mean, it is interesting because it's freeze dried or whatever they do to that. So maybe it is packed with protein for such a small little nugget, but is it, is, can you not get that amount of protein elsewhere? You probably can. Probably can, but maybe it'd be more expensive. Uh, what about uh tang with protein? Wouldn't, well, like just a protein powder mm-hmm. yeah, or just kind of like the smoothies that, uh, yeah, I could try that. Cause I have, is already those, making. I have both yeah. those things. So I can <laughs> give that a shot. <laughs> give it a shot. Yeah. It'd be probably no worse. Protein than orange protein Julius. Steak. Okay. Yeah. It's fine. I think the protein with vanilla, vanilla protein powder with uh tang, with some oh, yeah, that would juice probably with some okay. whip yeah. that up. That would taste delicious, dude. All right, let's open it. Let's uh, get get Liz on the recipe. We're opening up a smoothie shop, okay? Texting her now. Okay. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let's talk about a story uh, that there is uh, a uh, city that has gotten into a little bit of hot water with uh, one of their latest tourism uh, campaigns. Is it hot water? Is it hot water based or that wasn't a pun? It was not a pun. Uh, It was not a pun. Uh, So uh, there is the uh, Canadian city of uh, Regina, uh, which uh, came out with a new tourism campaign built around the idea of a new slogan they wanted to launch, which was, Show us your Regina. I I would love to be at the uh, town council when they mm-hmm. decided this. I think you do have to lean into it, yes. though, because we were all thinking it already. You know? um, they also had a second slogan that was called The City That Rhymes With Fun. 
<laughs> that was on the website before uh, both of these slogans. Both before both of these slogans were pulled in face of the backlash. Look, uh, these people are in Canada. They're experiencing maybe an hour or two of light, <laughs> you know, during the day. They're trying to come up with a slogan. No, they're, they're this, salty about it. The, 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 their whole life, like, again, this is like maybe going too far of going back to the dad jokes. The people that live in Regina have heard all the jokes, Danny. They're tired of it. They don't want to hear anymore. Sure, it, it might be funny for people that don't live there, but if you live there, you're sick of hearing this. And so- yeah, maybe, the, the, maybe it's a- tactic to like just like de-arm mm -hmm. disarm the people who are going to come to town with these jokes and be like we already our whole mm -hmm. ad campaign yeah all the jokes we've been hearing for a hundred years no the ceo of experience regina had to come out and apologize i want to start out by apologizing on behalf of myself and our team for the negative impact we created with elements on our recent brand launch it's clear that we fell short of what is expected from our amazing community with some slogans that we used we crossed the line on some of the poking fun at ourselves around our city's name. It looks like they were selling sweatshirts or somebody was. Someone's yes. jumped in on the game. Yes. So, yeah, they had um, a sweatshirt uh, that they were wearing of the city that rhymes with fun. Mm. All okay. of this for $30,000. Mm -hmm. That's Look, all they had to pay to well, get this. Now, do you think, Tyson, is this potentially like a Nathan Fielder experiment gone wrong of like, hey, how do we get publicity for the city of Virginia? We make a campaign that's so egregious. Everyone will get mad and we will get fired. And then that will be news that will promote uh, the beautiful city. It's worked. Cause I yeah. didn't even know that such a place existed. You didn't know about uh, Regina. Yeah. I'm looking, I mean, I look at this, exactly look the, is, the picture. It looks beautiful. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, uh, there's the sweatshirt that you see, uh, the city that rhymes with fun. Mm -hmm. So did these get put into production? I think that they launched the website and then they had to take it down. Oh, Guys, so this town, by the way, this town is in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. It's in like, it, it's between Winnipeg and Calgary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, they need to do everything they can to get people to go. Yeah. I mean, for $30,000, they got a lot of press. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this, this has worked great. But still, I can't go there. There's nothing there for me. The name's Are not enough sure? to make me go. It's the middle of Canada. There's so many adventures, dude. No, Tyson, it's the flat part. Hmm. The very flat part. Ooh. Yeah. Flattest part? Mm, it looks pretty flat. Even on Google Earth, it looks flat. And there's no mountains to be had anywhere. It doesn't look like it. Hmm. But what about like in the yeah, winter, you could do ice road trucking or something like that. Is that where the ice road truckers go? I don't know where they do ice road trucking, but like I said, look it up on a map. And I'm telling you that this place needs all the press they can get to draw me to mm -hmm. Regina. <laughs> I don't even even see myself ever in my life going or passing through Regina. Ever for yeah. no for it's it's in the province of Saskatchewan. Yes, uh -huh. our own uh, Scott St. Pierre is from there, yeah. and, and a survivor is even from Saskatchewan this season. Probably. Wow. Mm -hmm. uh, you know where all the contestants are from? I I know where some of them are from. Is that Kane? Is Kane, Kane from Saskatchewan? Kane. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is where he's from. So uh, is he from uh, Regina? No, he's from. Uh, he's. I, I don't believe that this is the city that he's from. You would know. It, it would have already run. I think, Guys, I but think people would have been, been saying something. This is yeah. a 16 okay. and a half hour drive from my house. So not too far. It's not too far yeah. for you. For me, I would never drive 16 and a half hours miles. for anything. And then when I drive there, I get to drive through all of the uh, great metropolises of the Midwest, like Casper, Wyoming, mm -hmm. Miles, Sydney, Glendive, Montana, and then just from there on, it doesn't look like there's any major city. You just hit Regina and out there in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So how long do you think you're driving? So it's only 16 and a half hours, but it feels like 30. <laughs> oh, <I think laughs> but what that, that would saying. be the uh, calculation there. <laughs> how long do you think you're driving without seeing almost anything? Hmm. Well, I have driven to Miles City, mm -hmm. Montana. Uh, and that took forever because what I realized about Montana, especially that part, is that they don't really have like direct routes. 
Everybody has that major interstate 94, right? Which you do get onto, but driving up from Wyoming to there is like a mess. It's like just someone threw a bunch of spaghetti down onto a map and said, let's make those into roads, boys. Uh, and then you do get on 94 for a little while. Uh-huh. And then it appears like you just, as you get to Canada, the roads become more and more straight because there's just nothing to impede the mm-hmm. engineers. They can just drive it like a perfect line all the way from the border to Regina. Mm-hmm. And then once you're there, you just probably, all you need is an afternoon. And then you back on the road, yeah. another 16 hours and oh. 30 mental hours back mm-hmm. home. Well, I think you should get some of your adventure buddies and uh, hit mm. the road. Or I yeah. could probably schedule that one we talked about earlier. See if you uh, are a fan. What is the not. major source of commerce in Regina? Look at all these things that I would never be yeah. thinking about if it wasn't for their stellar ad campaign. I, I really think teledildonics <laughs> should be there. That should be like the No, this is the kind of thing that the people are, are trying to yeah. avoid. Yes, right. They're tired like, of these um, jokes. And it's taken every on. fiber of my being to avoid making them here on this podcast. But I've okay. but I've well, done it. Ian in the chat says the sister cities are Ding Dong, Texas, intercourse, Pennsylvania, (laughs) and my anus, Connecticut. (laughs) By the way, they do have a Costco, so that is a sign of civilization, and a Home Depot. That's pretty good. I bet they have some rad Canadian stuff in that Costco, too. You can go in there and get those maple crunch cookies and whatever Mm -hmm. else they got. Comfort sweets. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mall. Okay. So maybe mm. they should be highlighting that on the tourism campaign. Mm. <laughs> All right. Um, so let me tell you about a new job that uh, you can potentially get a uh, certification on. I didn't even know that this was a job, but mm-hmm. um, Tyson, have yes. you ever wondered uh, who is uh, choreographing the various um uh, adult scenes in your favorite TV shows. Are we talking about pornography right no, now? No, in like no regular Tyson. shows. So like, oh, like the like the sex scenes, right? In yeah. TV yeah. shows. Two people are in bed on a TV show. Uh-huh. Um, Make do, them feel comfortable. Yeah. That's yeah. their job. Am I wondering who's choreographing? Yeah. Do you it? think that's like they're, they're they're just like winging it? Yeah. I no, so. no, no, Tyson. No, the, I looked into this article. I was like, oh, maybe it I makes sense that they're not, job. but I never mm-hmm. thought of that. Is that Polly they're, Shore? They're so good at their job. No, that they are, they have an intimacy coordinator. Mm-hmm. And, and by the way, this job. Well, now there is a new yeah, two year program being dubbed the Just world's first years. degree in intimacy practice. And it's more than making people feel comfortable on set. It's making sure that their parts are covered in a way that we, as the viewer, don't think they are, mm-hmm. but as they, the talent, th- you know, know they are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have to place the perfect flesh-colored uh, thing, or find the perfect prosthetic dong, yes. or just there's a, there's a lot to it, Tyson. It is an, a form of art, first of all. Yeah, let's, no, I agree. Uh, let's realize that. Yeah, uh, I and then disagreed. Because it's hard to fake like you're doing it without, you know, if all the conditions aren't right. Will this uh, university be in Regina? <laughs> no, no, it's Tyson, in the UK. It's the, in the last thing they want. It's in the UK, Tyson. Um, so two-year degree, Danny. You think it's, it really takes two years to learn this? Well, you got to become familiar with glues. Mm-hmm. Um, picking out the right flesh toned yeah. coverings, right? Mm-hmm. There's, there is some, some stuff you're going to have to learn. Yeah. So this is the, what the syllabus, uh, these are the different things you need to learn. Uh, awareness of sexual and intimate storytelling, open communication and transparency, power mm-hmm. dynamics on the set. Um, and, uh, the, you will learn all this in educational institutions, in live performance, movement, coaching, and masking techniques, oh, yeah. uh, understanding guild and union contracts that affect nudity and simulated sex and the health and safety training in the professional space. They need to make it two years long to weed out the pervs. Yeah, and that's they, right. They that's like, good if, point. It's, if it's less than six months, yeah, if it was like a weekend, yeah. yeah, if it was a weekend online course, a lot of, a lot of creepy guys long. showing up. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I would not be surprised at all if I went the first time. You know, the first semester in the classroom is filled with just dudes. 
mm-hmm. eating, eating dog food and working <laughs> out at the gym. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, we'll see if uh, it was the next generation of uh, intimacy coordinators that are mm-hmm. coming through uh, after this uh, degree program now goes into practice. Okay. Mm. All right. Yeah. Exciting. <laughs> it's exciting. Okay. Um, let's talk about, uh, where should we go next? Uh, how about, uh, this is a interesting story. There's a city in Los Angeles that is mm-hmm. having a bit of a problem. Uh, there's one neighborhood in particular, Highland Park, where residents are reporting that they are inundated with unwanted Uber Eats deliveries from McDonald's. And not in any small amount. People have, it says here, people have been getting upwards of 30 to 40 orders. Yes. And they're they're afraid. Like this hasn't led to some kind of like, oh, what's happening here? People are actually both sick of it, but also like what what is happening? So it's been over the last three weeks and it's been mostly McDonald's, but also Taco Bell and Starbucks. Now, Tyson, Mm -hmm. you've told the story of Pie Lady who came yeah. mm-hmm. and was bringing, you know, unrequested deliveries to your house. Mm-hmm. Imagine without even the friendly face of Pie Lady, you were just getting Uber Eats deliveries constantly. 100% would take this over Pie Lady. <laughs> I wouldn't. You wouldn't? You wouldn't re- get like free McDonald's and free Taco I had- Bell? Like you can throw it away or eat it. It doesn't matter. I would never Starbucks. Heck no. And I had my first Uber delivery the other day. How was that? And when I looked at my, I didn't order it. Someone else ordered it. And then when I looked at my camera, I'm like, who is this dude Mm -hmm. on my doorstep? And then I wandered out there like, what is this on my doorstep? And I got to say that even with that, I was like, okay, I I guess I'll eat this because I know someone who ordered it. But if I don't know who ordered it. Well, who ordered it? What could be in that bag? Oh, Liz had ordered it. Okay. So yeah, it's a, no way would I in any way touch this food. Hmm. Yeah. So things are showing up. Uh, They spoke with, I watched the whole like news report on it. Mm -hmm. They spoke to one man. His name is William Neal. At first he loved the free food um, that he said about 80% of the time it was a single chicken McCrispy and and he was eating them. Um, But then They asked, uh, do you like the sandwiches? Uh, He says, well, I don't know how I feel about them now. He said they haunt his dreams. It is a good sandwich. Yeah. So, but 30 or 40 of them. Yeah. Thank you. So what, where's the mistake? Is there a glitch in the system? Is somebody, there's no mistake. Nobody knows what's happening. But Uber has said that they've taken action against a number of accounts. Mm Mm-hmm. So they but do if, know if Uber's happening. getting their money. Yeah, they don't care. What do they care? Then why would they? Like, McDonald's doesn't care. Yeah, but these people on this street, they do care because as uh, one stuff. no, well, one woman said, "Yeah, most of us are vegetarian They're here. Strange. We can't even eat this stuff. We Ooh. just give them. Listen to this. We just give them to contractors on the street." Or we just walk them down to this uh, little local food pantry. Is it possible the contractors are putting whoever is the hackers up to send the McDonald's to the vegans down the street? They'll get want to get rid of it and bring it to us. It's the perfect crime. Nobody will suspect us, the contractors who want McDonald's, Taco Bell, and Starbucks. But somebody's still paying for the food. Correct. Someone who doesn't know they are. Presumably. Like, presumably. Unless like, somebody my credit card has being hit Uber, Uber a lot. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. It'll yeah. be sorted. I mean, they, they can trace all of this. Sure, so. they can trace it, but like, can't you, like, I could send Uber Eats to any address anywhere for any reason right now, pay mm-hmm. the money, pay whatever. Yeah. There's no crime. Yeah, just sit back and sow confusion across the, the land. crime? It's not a crime. It's a mystery. Yeah, that's the thing. It's a mystery, and it doesn't really necessarily need to be solved unless there's bags of just Uber Eats piling up on the street. Eat them. 
Somebody eat them. Well, it sounds like they they're are vegetarians. <laughs> they're vegetarians, but at least they are giving them to other people. Can you imagine? Hey, I got this Uber Eats from someone. I don't know who it came from. Now I'm going to give it to you, stranger. Yeah. Give me the address. Uh, I'm going to be a homeless person. And he's like, too bad it's not Del Taco. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I Del Taco'd myself out, guys. <laughs> you did? Uh, yeah, I need a what Del did you Taco. Do? Right. Wait, are you well, back on the do yet? Or you're no, off Del Taco? No, Danny, we don't even know who you are anymore. I know. No Del and no do. Well, do, on, Del Taco was the closest thing to my house. And so I just, by convenience, over ate mm -hmm. the uh, Del. I let but, me imagine right now. What? So Del Taco's on 2000 North and State Street. Is that where it is? Yeah, somewhere near there. Okay. Why? Why? What do you need to know the location for? I just told you it's the closest thing to my house. But I don't know that it's that much closer than anything else. Yep. Is what no, I'm trust saying. me, it is. Dan, is are you back on hot soup? TKMGs? No, in the I, haven't, I haven't got to Tell us the truth, hot. Danny. Come on, Danny. Okay. Yeah, I we can't help you if no. you are unwilling to help is yourself. It tang? Is it Tang? What are you into now? I almost had a moment of weakness with the hot soup and all the cold soups were gone. Uh -huh. But I luckily was strong enough. To mm -hmm. say no. Why is your voice still obese if you're not drinking dew, if you're not doing hot soup. hot soup, if you're not eating Del Taco? What is your weakness currently? Well, candy always. Mm. Big candy guy. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I've been eating at home a lot just because I don't want to go out and drive. Even through a drive through is an inconvenience. Okay. You yeah. know, like just the thought of getting into my car. That's what makes me think, like, oh, I would love to have Uber, Uber Eats show up at my house because it's eliminated yeah. all of the work for eating. And but I guess the they do have like, I think that like during like COVID, too many people were like eating like fries out of the bag. Uh, now, yeah, like they, now it's all like sealed up. So yeah, the, the PF chain bags were like <laughs> closed. So I felt pretty confident that he hadn't like picked his nose and dipped his finger. Yeah. They wrap, they put that point. special yeah. wrapping, like a toilet paper roll in a hotel where it's just like, even though this yeah. looks like it, it's been prepared to like, but, blah, 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 yeah, but Tyson, yeah. you don't think that maybe like the drivers have like those stickers in the car, right? So they could just, no, like, they definitely <laughs> could. They yeah. definitely could. That's the thing. It's like, Listen. Spare bags. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> For reals, I don't want to say those fries. I don't want exactly. I just want to try one. How other people operate, but if I'm delivering food, I'm sneaking some snacks. Yeah, like come on. Just like yeah, I'm yep. getting some taste. So so yeah. Could yeah. you tip maybe with like okay, well I'm gonna eat zero percent, but you can have some fries. Have some fries. <laughs> I'll, I'll order you great. your own large fries. <laughs> you get your own fries. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. Yeah, it's like uh, if you were the driver, yeah, could you put in like, okay, well, here's my lunch order, like in lieu of a tip, here's my lunch order. Can you imagine? And then all of a sudden, all these guys have to have those electronic lifts to get them into their car because they've been like paid. <laughs> Non-stop driving. In, in, they've been, yeah. been paid in fast food. Yeah. By the way, the uh, mystery Uber Eats orderer has been uh -huh. tipping the drivers. So the, 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 drive, the delivery people are happy too. Everyone's is, happy. Everyone's yeah. happy except the people that are like, oh, I got to walk this down to the contractors. Another yeah. McCrispy. Mc, is it McCrispies all around everywhere you turn? 80% no, of them, according to this one man, but, you know, we don't know what everybody else is getting. But, like, the mystery is, like, who's paying $15 a day? We don't know. On auto autopilot. Maybe <laughs> and, it's Warren Buffett, and he just thinks it's hilarious. Yeah. No, because <laughs> Warren Buffett would not spend $15 on a joke. He wouldn't spend $15. Yes. Look at his house that he lives in. I don't think he's a practical joker with his money. Yeah, he's not a practical joker. You can't joker take it with, with you. You got to do something, find something to enjoy yourself, you know? That's yeah, a lot of entertainment for $15. That's where you're out there crashing into idiots who drive stupid just as a joke. Mm -hmm. You know, you're like, oh, like that's what a billionaire. If I were a multi-billionaire. Is that what you think is going on with the driverless Teslas, Tyson? Is that just uh, how uh, what Elon is doing for fun of that? Okay, I'll, that I'll just send these cars out to crash into things. No, it's not so much ruining stuff. It's like people who drive stupid instead of like you pumping the brakes. You're doing like, a pit, pit maneuver on mm -hmm. them. No, you're not doing a pit maneuver. You're just driving normal, but it's like, how many times have you avoided a crash because you, some, it was somebody else's fault, but you stopped or you like paid attention and you were like, oh, if I would have just kept going, they would have smashed me. 
Like now you're teaching them lessons because you've got cars like crazy. Exactly. Like, I'll just get saying. another Honda Accord. Well, this is a good segue into this next story. Uh, and this is okay. maybe a great way to keep yourself safe from uh, the potential carjackings because a potential, no, well, it's close. Uh, a would-be carjacker was thwarted because uh, he didn't know how to ride, drive a stick shift. Makes sense. hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah. Imagine you're getting carjacked and then you just say to the guy, uh, I got it's stick. And they're yeah. like, all right, forget it. That is a yeah. great idea. <laughs> like I'm going to go and look for nothing but stick shift. From here listen, on out. listen, mm-hmm. Danny, it's even yeah. better than this new business idea. Let's take this to the sloth terrarium. And what we've got is a stick yeah. that you just put in your center I, I console. I knew exactly what you're going to say. <laughs> just fake stick even shift. moves everything. A fake stick, fake stick shift. shift. Yeah. Do you yeah. need a fake clutch pedal also? Or the guy was not no. going to, yeah. They're not going to get that far. They're going to see the stick shift and be like, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the like new it. club. It's yeah, just, the club. it's the thing for, put it for stick shift. Like, oh, all right, forget it. It's manual. I'm not stealing yeah. this car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Game over. Not even worth as much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, the number of people who have driven or can drive a manual has to just be shrinking mm-hmm. at a rapid. Can you do rate it, in the Danny? US for sure. Yeah, I, I had a manual. What about for you, Tyson? Yeah. Okay, I could not. Um, you've so, never had a. You've never had a manual. No, no, and I've had some old cars, but no, I have uh, not. Um, so yeah, this man, he mm-hmm. did not have to drive a stick shift, uh, and he tried to. Uh, get away in the car, but also double whammy, the victim of the carjacking had an air tag on their keys, uh, and this man was apprehended. He couldn't get away. Yeah. No, the real crime here was listening to him grind the gears as he slowly Mm -hmm. rolled away, or rev the engine at like 8,000 RPM as he slowly let out the clutch in like third. So here's another layer of protection you could add is have a manual with a clutch, but then don't have a clutch cable. So it means that you have to shift at exactly the right RPMs to have uh, it suck into gear, which is what one of my early cars in high school had. Rob, you wouldn't understand, but the clutch pedal didn't even work at all. And what the clutch you know, does, it opens up so you can put the gear in and then it bloop. So you know that, what I just thought would be, yeah. a, sorry, Tyson, I'm going to interrupt you because I just thought of a great idea. Like better be good, Danny. Way better. What if there was a setting that allowed mm-hmm. you to go to a preset on your chair that just smashes the whole thing into the steering wheel? Like the most uncomfortable position all the way forward, both the seat and the back. Oh, from your app of your phone? Like, from your app. like almost like a, an ejector seat, but you could yeah. like pin down <laughs> a car you push, yeah. you, you push the button on exit yeah. and in 10 seconds. <laughs> It yeah. smushes the person against no, the even scarier. Wall. It slowly does it like the crusher in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> and so they, they're like, no, no, so they, no. So they get out and run. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, well that's what happened to this guy. He ran stop. for it. Yeah. And it pins them in the car. But it would also be a great way to secure your car when you hit mm-hmm. lock. All the seats go into the most uncomfortable mode, like, mm-hmm. like that. I think that's yeah. a great preset and would be, it could be easily done. I think many people would spring this on themselves though. Uh, I mean, possibly we could come up with some defaults, but I think this is a genius idea. Okay. And I've just given it to the world. So I expect somebody to do something. Yes. Yeah. Cause you're an idea guy. I do. I am an idea. Tyson. What, uh, so what was happening with your car with the manual transmission? So it, it's the, the clutch cable snapped. So you couldn't even activate the clutch. So I had to, park on a place where I could start driving forward immediately or I could go reverse too, but I had to stop and start the car. So as you're turning the key and it's turning over, the car is immediately rolling because it's in first gear and there's nothing you can do to stop mm. it. And so I had to time all the lights because I couldn't come to a full stop without turning the car off because putting it in neutral, I couldn't get it into first gear uh, once the car was on. Mm-hmm. And then you had to, uh, get up to a certain number of RPMs to shift it into second, and it would just suck right into gear. But if you were outside of that, it would grind and force it out. And so you had to, like, I had to know the car completely. Also, one of my cars had a weird uh, handle on the door where you had to, like, twist an angle and put some pressure on it to pull it open. So you couldn't even open the door unless you were, like, intimate with the car. 
Hmm. See, and that makes you feel so special too. It's like yeah. flying the space shuttle. You're like, no, only I can yeah. run these controls. Nobody's like, getting into this. Like, nice uh, try. You have to become one with the car. Like yeah. Tyson spent the first 10 seconds before turning it on, just getting a feel for it. Like, what are you doing today, babe? Yeah. Stroking and the then, steering wheel. Just like, yeah. There was so much to oh. it. So I, I could get into every gear, but every gear was a little bit different. Our RPM. That's so crazy. I, I had to know that. And then I had to time the lights because if I came to a full stop, the car would either die or I'd have to put it in neutral and turn it off. The amount of danger you are putting every single person no. on the road no. in is I'm, through sounds the like he got it. Yeah. Zero. I got it. Well, and also, yeah, we all, he had the system dialed in until some, someone throws a wrench into the whole operation. No, nobody's stealing my I know 1986 not stealing, I'm Chevy about- Spectrum or my 1999 Ford Contour because they can't work the door or they don't know how to shift a car without a clutch. So maim your car in such a way that mm-hmm. only you know how to drive it or open it. But it only is, it's only also going to be worth it if it's a super expensive car. Cause nobody's coming for my, nobody car wants anyways. those. Yeah. Yeah. So maim your Porsche or what's <laughs> the most the common stolen car. It was that Hyundai, right? No, it was the, the Acuras. The, tic, mm-hmm. the TikTok ones for a while. They wouldn't Acura. even oh, yeah, show them. You could do it with like a USB. It was like a Hyundai Tyson. Yeah. So oh. what you needed to do was like just maim it in such a way that uh, you like just have to perfectly turn the key or something. Mm-hmm. That that was the hack they needed to bring it in for. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and then there's been a lot of stories that we've talked about here and all over the news about AI, mm-hmm. chat GPT. A lot of people are worried about what does this all mean? What's going to happen to us? But uh, there is one group out in California that is uh, not looking at this with such such a negative uh, perspective like so many people. Uh, those are the people over at a brand new cult called Theta Noir, which is all about worshiping artificial intelligence. And they are looking for new members. Do we want in on the ground floor of the cult to worship AI? You don't want, you don't want to know out of the gate that you're in a cult. You want to be told later. (laughs) Yeah, you Mm -hmm. don't. That's, it is weird when it's like, hey, so Danny, I'm forming this cult. Do you want to be a part of it? Like that's, Hmm. how often? Jonestown, Heaven's Gate. I don't think they call themselves a cult, uh, that they call themselves a techno-optimist visionary collective devoted to exploring the co-evolution of humanity with advanced forms of machine intelligence. I'm in. First part, very cultish. Yeah, we're in. We're in, Danny. The way that turn. No, I like the way that sounds. Yes. Um, You can also, you know, get on board with Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of in a lot of different ways uh, that they have paid membership tiers, an NFT web store. Membership tiers. Oh, are mm-hmm. NFTs still a thing? I thought <laughs> that AI had canceled and brought NFTs down to zero. By mm. the way, they're not the first AI religious movement. There's a couple other. Will they be the last? I Probably it. not. The, the Turing Church. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. After the Turing test, the Order of Cosmic Engineers sounds way cooler. And the Church of the Singularity, also a cooler name. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. one are you joining? Well, they have one called the Mormon Transhumanist Association. I'm probably already got one foot into that thing. (laughs) (laughs) That might be the easiest transition religiously to get Mm -hmm. into. But is it the right transition? Well, I don't know, but it says transhumanist. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. I know somebody who's out. I don't know. I mean, I could easily see a very, you know, like an advanced AI easily becoming a huge religion. Because if the AI is right about everything... You know, it's got all the information. It's not making emotional decisions. Then I could see that being very attractive. Like, where? Yeah. what should I do? Now, some people are saying that maybe this is like exactly what AI needs to get some good press to have people singing its praises as there are all these other doomsday articles of AI going to kill I, I us all. I've read nothing but good press for chat GPT and GPT-4. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I don't even come across the doomsayers anymore. Yeah. Remember early on, like five years ago, it was like, oh, it'll kill us. And no, there's a lot of, us. there's a lot of that too. I, you know, yeah, everyone's like, people. it'll write my paper. It'll yeah. But correct it's my student's homework or whatever. But also like, it could also, you know, do a lot. I mean, I, I read uh, about how, you know, it also that they had, they caught chat GPT trying to give like a, uh, like trick humans into doing things for it. Like, 
like doing like these captchas online and basically high trying to hire a person off TaskRabbit to do the captchas for them that say I am not a robot. Where the crosswalks are? Yes, yes. Is it because they're built in with uh, some conscious or is it because? No, I don't think it's consciousness, but I don't know. They really can't see it. I I guess that I don't know why they can't see the captchas. That, that, That I don't know about. I've never understood CAPTCHA. Mm-hmm. By the way, if I, I tell them. if I tell Dolly to to do like stoplights, mm-hmm. I you know I haven't checked, but I'm assuming that it'd be able to pick. All I know. The stop I'm telling you, of, Danny. I tried to log back into my Discord this morning, and I had to do it. It took me like five times. It's like pick all out all of the things that are bowling balls. And it was like, okay, so like a couple was like, okay, that's a bowling ball. But then other times it was like, it was like a black sphere, like on concrete. I'm like, is that a bowling ball? Or is that just like a, a black ball? Like they're getting so complicated, the captures. Well, the way to trick chat GPT is to ask during one of those captures, how many human fingers are in this image mm-hmm. or human teeth? How many because rows of really teeth stupid. should I have? Yeah. Right. <laughs> how many human teeth can you see know. in this picture? It doesn't know. Okay. Danny, are you ready once again to take us uh, with automatic transmission into your bolt hole once again? Yeah, let's work this right, shit together. Welcome to my bolt hole. I think you're gonna like it. I think you're gonna feel you belong. Yes. Guys, Mr. Bryce. I, I actually don't have one. We used the story that I had put in my text message uh, oh. thread that I keep for myself. What was you it? You text yourself? Uh, so we, I, when I find a story, the I bolt send hole? it to myself. Yeah, I didn't even bother checking to see if I had one because it was the dad joke thing. Oh. That was here. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I've, I'm going through all my huge list that I have. There's this one I kept for my own personal uh, use and study. It says here, and I, I'm surprised, maybe you guys covered this. This is why I haven't used it when I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Men who drink Coca-Cola or Pepsi have larger testicles. No, I did yeah. not hear that. I did not hear that. <laughs> I saw I saw that headline, but I saw that it was done in mice or rodents. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was done. It wasn't even What about sample, guys who drink Mountain Dew? They, everything shrinks. <laughs> mm. Actually, Mountain Dew, I just recently saw, and we've talked about this as well. well why Mountain don't they Dew- get the Regina Board of Tourism guys working on this for Coke and Pepsi? Yeah. How? What do you mean? How are they going to draw it into their uh, advertisement? What do you It'll mean? It'll be like the College of Intimate of. The College yeah. of Screen Intimacy oh, is here. Intimacy. <laughs> you can drive a stick here. It's easy. Mm-hmm. We serve and only Coca-Cola. Yeah, Coca-Cola yeah. for those big balls. Yeah. And by the way, just because you God, have small balls, ones, drink Coke. It, it doesn't seem like that's a good boon for Pepsi or Coke because if you're saying you have larger ones, that's probably something you should go to the doctor for. But it did say that it increased testosterone. So you're saying that yeah. if you're drinking enough Coke and eating plastic, then yes. our genitalia oh, will yeah. be gigantic. Well, wow. here's the count. Here's the counter problem. Is that yeah. is that it was in this sideline? You know, like they have articles here on the right hand side. So I'm reading this article. I'm like, okay, good. Check, check. Mm-hmm. I drink that. Check. <laughs> but then on the right hand side, it talks about sugary drinks causing baldness. So I'm getting all this conflicting information. Hmm. I'm trying to figure out how to structure my diet in middle age, right? I'm like, okay, uh, check. Drink tons of Coke. You got to drink a lot of Coke, but and you can't drink so much Coke that you're losing I hair. I can't go bald. So yeah. it's like so confusing to know exactly how much mm-hmm. dog food to eat, how much Coke to drink, <laughs> uh, how much Mountain Dew I should use. How many uh, times just, a year you need to go to Regina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How many sturdy walks I need to take. Mm-hmm. It's just so much conflicting information that Damn. it just blows my mind. And that's that's why celebrities hire nutritionists because they can go through all of this mm. and plug it yeah. into chat GPT now, and come up with the perfect. So, uh, do you think Liz could add some Coca-Cola to your morning smoothies? Oh, that, morning you can't tank. put a s- Coke in a smoothie. <laughs> that would Tyson. be insane. You know, the, the carbonation is going to make the whole thing explode. Yeah. That's Science just, will find a way. Yes. You, you set the Coke out. It's overnight. overnight okay. <laughs> <So> you, <laughs> take the cap off, set it out overnight. Keep it in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> then you can that's add smart. it to your smoothie right. in the morning. Now, um, did you say anything about diet Coke and diet Pepsi? Uh, well, there was something the other day. Coming yeah. Where out. does the ball size come into play? Is it from the caffeine or is it from the sugar? Mm-hmm. You'd have to ask the mice. 
And did right, it, if, were there any social benefits? Also, yeah, know? Tyson, if you drank enough diet soda and lost weight by like perspective, mm-hmm. you know, you, you know, that even if your testicles stayed the same size, you know, if the rest of you shrank, it would appear larger. But then how are you going to do that? Because if you're on a diet, you don't get to choose what parts shrink and what parts Guys, stay the same. The best part is they don't even talk about the growth of testicles in terms of like, they've just gotten bigger. They talk about mass. Mass. <laughs> they're saying that their mass increased significantly. Like what's significant? <laughs> like double? Like what? It becomes more dense. It's like, oh, same size, but basically <laughs> same size heavier. 10 times more manhood mm-hmm. stuff. Heavier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. That's where you all know, the you soda lives. Should I go uh, get a Coca-Cola for lunch mm-hmm. today? Yeah, but you have to drink a ton of it. The mice were allowed to drink as much as they wanted. Oh, well, so, that's, yeah. I mean, the mice and the other ones were just Yeah, so the mice water. increased in size by double and their testicles yeah. increased in but size by 10%. Danny, did they test like, Sprite? Is it only uh, only Coke and Pepsi? It was only Coke, Pepsi, and then What about Dr. Pepper? I, I don't know. A was doctor this study issue, done by Coca-Cola? That's a good They do question. a lot of studies. Yeah. Probably like if we look through the funding, you know, like maze of funding, it probably was done by Coke. Like, dude, what else could we affect? Well, let's just, let's get someone to publish an article that they just get massive balls. (laughs) (laughs) If they drink, yeah, that's a segment of the population Mm -hmm. we really need to be hitting (laughs) with our advertisements. Yeah. So there it is, Tyson. Research. They had mice, all of it's there. Mm -hmm. And now when you're drinking it and your wife yells at you, you shouldn't be drinking that. It's going to kill you. It's going to make you bald. You'd be like, yeah, but mm-hmm. and then hit her with these facts. Okay. Yeah. So glad so, you said facts. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Danny, what's coming up next for you? Hmm. I just, right before we got on published or what are they? New video? Yeah, published a video, not on mediocre. Cause I just can't get out the price of tickets and don't get me started on this. The airlines are the worst. Mm-hmm. Did I Tyson tell you knows. last week? Yeah. We, we talked about this. The price of tickets is through the roof. I can't get anywhere. Uh, so I did a gear review that I just posted this morning morning on extra mediocre, but gosh, I'm trying to find a cheap, uh, easy to get to adventure. And I know there's tons cause I live in the mountains, but it's just getting so hard. Why don't you come to Arizona? You don't like it? Mm-hmm. There's just nothing in Arizona that uh, appeals to me other than you, Tyson. It's like obviously. the Regina of the West. It is. It, it really is. Why don't we go look for the Lost Dutchman's gold at the uh, Lost Dutchman State Park? Well, it sounds like we'll fall into an abandoned well. I think that's actually a pretty common outcome for that. If we find some gold, though. Oh, I would love to find gold. Like, that's what I'm saying. Or we should go to that diamond park where kids and adults occasionally find giant multi-million dollar. I know, but still, that would be awesome. Go find the Dutchman's I didn't even Gold. Know about the, the Diamond Park. Yeah, you yeah. should go to the Diamond Park. It's better than the Dutchman's Gold because people have actually found massive diamonds. Like eighty thousand. Yeah, I'm probably diamonds. closest to the Diamond Park out of all yeah. of us. Hit that Diamond Park. So yeah. yeah, I'm just trying to find adventures that uh, are, you know, budget adventures. Okay. That's still cool. All right. Well, um, if anybody has any adventure ideas for Danny, please be sure to send them in. You can post them in our uh, group AF yep. Facebook group as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Tyson, what's coming up for you? Um, I'm trying to think. There's, I Come mean, on, we got our, always something. We've always got our podcasts uh, mm-hmm. and some pickleball, and that's about it. So uh, this week is pretty slow week. I get to just chill. And then uh, I think we're going to Utah uh, beginning of April for a little while. Oh, you're going to have a uh, meetup? No. You and Danny? Oh, with Danny? Yeah. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. If Danny wants to. I met up up last time. We went sledding together. Yeah. It was Mm -hmm. great. Yeah. We might have to go sledding again. It sounds like the snow is never ending up there. Oh my god! Oh my, it, guys, it really hasn't ended. It's it was snowing last night. Gross. Um, there is so, there was so, seven hundred inches of snow has fallen up at some of the ski resorts. That's what they say. But then when you go look, and well, yeah, not... because they're talking about total snowfall, not currently what's on the ground. But seven hundred inches. Yeah, and then Amazing. they're. But then you can still see the mud and rocks. No, not this year, Tyson. It is it mm-hmm. is a lot of snow. I mean, you saw those pictures of people uh, in Tahoe with the lift was covered with snow. Yeah, yeah. 
crazy. 700 inches, that's that's hyperbole or that's for real? That's real. That's actual quantifiable. 700 inches fall. of moisture, probably. No, mm-hmm. 700 inches of, of fallen of, snow. Of fluffy snow. Yeah. yeah. All right. So it compacts down to three inches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rob, it's like what cooking about you? spinach. Yeah. All right. And then, of course, uh, we got everything going on with Survivor, Big Brother, mm-hmm. Canada as well, and everything else going on over at Rob has a podcast. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Sarah talks Big Brother in the chat says she's had pretty good luck finding flight deals on Expedia. Have you tried Expedia, Danny? Yeah. I, do, I mean, it all depends on where you're going. I actually found cheap flights to. Oh, it seemed like Florida and there was one other place. It was like, yeah, but you have to fly spirit, but it has to see, not only has to be a good flight, it has to be to a destination that I want to go like Regina or (laughs) somewhere else. Yeah. So So you didn't want to go there. No, no. But I bet you tickets are cheap too. Mm -hmm. Regina has an international airport. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Where does it fly to? U.S.? All right. Thank you so much for joining us for News AF today. We'll be back next Tuesday. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. We did it, guys.